It's John Holmberg here, adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project, too. I spent a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is, when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video, so it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect. Design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. So in the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Oh God, here it comes. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 hot. Off we go. A lot of people being nice on the uh, emails and saying things. If you want to email Brett directly, it's bvesley, V-E-S-E-L-Y, at 98kupd.com. Say nice things to Brett. Directly being a decent person, that would be the decent thing to do. Of course, many of you aren't decent, and some of you have already started in uh, with my dark heart, which is where I live. And Todd Morrow, I like you a lot. He says, look, uh, to raise such a, a beautiful thing, to raise such a great person... Uh, she had to have been a great woman. I will pour out some prego in honor tonight. And that's, nice. where, that's where our listeners live. And don't think that that's not where we are. Very nice. I got one from uh, our funniest listener, Scott, already. Back and forth and said, boy, if Brett already hated Valentine's Day, this makes it even worse. And it's like, absolutely. Imagine next year when he's getting his annual anal and then he's going to be thinking of his mom the whole time. That's just brutal. And next, Miss New Booty comes around on Valentine's Day and says, all right, I'll turn around because it's Valentine's Day. Go nuts, kid. You can have mom on the brain. It's good. He's, she's going to have to make it extra special next yeah. year. And a couple of people emailed and said, what happened? What happened? Brett Vesley's mother passed away yesterday. So he's not with us for however long it takes. And I don't know what that protocol is. I don't know what that is, however long it takes. 
you just tell people that, and they ask you, they're like, "What's what? What do we do?" And I'm like, hey, "Show up whenever you, whenever you get back." That's it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, when somebody's <laughs> has that happen to them, whenever you're ready, don't force it back. I don't want you coming in here feeling obligated. There's no obligation. We got this. We'll be all right. You go until you need to come back. And what I've found from watching this happen in a couple other instances, people run back to work. They need normalcy again. Normalcy. There's also, um, I just got to keep rolling to keep my mind off I have to go forward and just have normal days around people like us, unfortunately, Brady, who bring you back down to, hey, you know, my nihilistic ass makes people really kind of comfortable in odd situations like this. And I don't intend for that to be the case where they're like, all right, just go. Just go. Don't ignore it, but just go. Because in the end, you know, this is inevitable for all of us. So the sucky part's already over. Now you got to deal with you. So take care of yourself. And the best way to do that is inappropriate jokes and really getting uncomfortable with the situation to strip it down to the bare raw. Sit in your own uh, pile of <laughs> for a little while and just accept what happened. Radical acceptance. The, the worst. strange ones are when you go th- through it sometimes, if you, you know, the certain trigger things that happen. Oh. Never end. Yeah. And that's the, that's the beauty of the radical acceptance theory is that uh, you just accept the crap. Yeah. Because it's coming. And the people who dodge are the ones who always pile it up and then a volcano of crap happens later. I've been guilty of that. You eventually have to get – I mean that's just part of the, part of the process. You can't live on, the, on the, the smoldering lava. I've done it. When it blows up, then you're like, all right, I got two choices. I can start ignoring things again and make a new pile, or I can just accept all the stuff that's around me and do it in the in the most healthy way of just accepting the fact this is the reality we live in. This is it. This is where you are. This is what happens in life, and that's the natural progression of things, and they suck sometimes. And sometimes you don't, you don't even realize no, but the, where you are, and that all of a sudden, right. wow, where's oh, sure. that coming from? Right. But the sucky part is if you, if you confront things like this and just deal with the, the inevitabilities, and you're going to get curveballs. This is a curveball. This makes you, I mean, you're going to feel. But, yeah, that radical acceptance where you're just like, all right, here's, my, here's what today has fed me. How do I eat it? Yeah. And it stinks, so yeah, we're thinking about Bert today. It's kind of it's a weird day. It's like one of those things where you show up to the to the fart show, and you're like, in my mind, it's what I'm thinking about. It's like, ah, I don't want to be callous, and I don't want to be like the guy who says, "Hey, Brett's mom passed away," and now here's a. It's just where we are. It sucks, and it's going to be for all of us eventually that you got to just move on with your day. Our jobs have to be this, and it's like no bad days on this show because you can't have them. Everybody else out there listening's got something going on. And they use us as some sort of catalyst back to normal. I hear that from everybody who emails, oh, I lost my mom, I lost my blah, 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 I lost this. And you guys were the first thing that made me feel normal again. Because we're ritualistic. We're here every day at the same time. We're, you're on a schedule. And life is about scheduling yourself to get from A to B, no matter how that is. And sometimes it's the mundane that gets you back into life. We are the mundane, Brady. Well, when you called me last night, and said, look, I'd like you to do a car wash or something. Yeah, like, I don't yeah, want to do that, I didn't John. think that was a good I idea. Know. Which I wanted just you to do it. I wasn't yeah, going to because I, I think they're like, awful. I don't. But I thought it was good for you <laughs> to go get, you know, scrub up a little. I said, help out with this. Let's raise some money for something. I, I had no idea what. But I wasn't going to be part of it. I think they're uh, – tragedy car washes are maybe the worst idea ever. But, again, it gets people from A to B. That's, that's the and goal. And part of the process, again, yeah. that we're talking about. Part of the goal is A to B. I did something. I feel good about me. It's not bringing anybody back to life. It's uh, it's not doing anything special. It's washing cars, 
I mean, the other option is sending cheerleaders to El Paso. That's what car washes do. They either pay for a coffin for a grandma. That, some kind know, of talent contest. <laughs> or some kid's got to go to El Paso to tap dance. Those are the only things car washes do. And you know what's great about that is we shut that down early. I, I, I got to give ourselves credit for not falling into that. Because when you do this job, you're, you're especially early on, you're told by consultants and bosses and everything else, you got to get into the community and you got to do warm, fuzzy things. And so you get at first getting, hey, we're having a car wash for a friend of mine who was, you know, run over by a hang glider and you know, like crazy incidents. And you're like, oh, we got to do something for this guy. And then you, your next email is like, I just lost this. People, there's tragedy all over the place. There's, yeah. People always have something going on. And the, and the second you open that door, you're going to get flooded with it. And then you start having to pick and choose which ones are proper tragedies to support. And then you're like, we can't do this. Car washes, when we first started doing this show, oh my God, we had to make an announcement on the air. Hey, we're never doing the car wash thing. It's just, we can't. I made light of it Even once. Even though this is a great town for car washes. Oh, it's amazing. I, mean, I made, uh, when Randy Johnson killed that dove in spring training 22 years ago, because I used to think the car wash was sort of an odd thing. I had a car wash for the Birds family uh, at, the, at the old station, the zone. Yeah. I got in trouble by the mayor. I think the mayor called the boss. At least that's what the boss said. Hey, the mayor of Phoenix is upset about this because we were going to do a parade. Like, just walk down the sidewalk. We weren't, clogging, we, we weren't clogging up anything. And a bunch of people showed up. So I'm like, we're going to do a car wash. We had strippers. And, and they were like, you're making light of uh, any time we have a fallen officer or something. Like, I am not. I'm saying that I don't know what the car wash does, but I know this is how people mourn tragedies. This is what we do. We wash cars, and then we walk around the block once, and then we're done. And they're like, well, we don't think making light of it together. And I'm like, well, I hit a nerve, so this must be a good bit. This, this must be great. It, it was must, for a dove. People know, lost it over a dove. H.G. Listiak, the legendary H.G. Listiak. I like you because you're irreverent. This is the kind of crap that stirs the pot. And I'm like, it does? It's a bird funeral. And the next thing you know, he was dead right because H.G. had been around for a while. You're going you're gonna to hear about this one, kid. You're going to be walking around here hotter than a freshly f- fox in a forest fire. All right, I don't know what that means, but thank you, H.G. <laughs> so... Yeah, so we do car wash. We had to shut that down immediately because the car wash thing's very serious. So I called you last night and I said maybe you should. I always feel bad. Get your shamwell for them sometimes because I'm, I, I'm just trying to think. I know it's to raise money, but sometimes it's like there it costs more money to put it on. Oh, yeah. oh to buy uh, the stuff, look, and I feel horrible. I never feel terrible about that because I don't. Have I know that I in do, me. But I sat at a stoplight once and looked one one right direction and saw. Uh, Passing, like Starbucks. Yeah, it was the one on the right was for uh, Abuelita, Ab- Abuela, Abuela had passed. And it said, can't pay for beautiful Abuela or something like that. Yeah. Funeral, car wash, please help. And then it had her name on there. Across the, across the street, the local uh, cheer team for a high school was trying to go to Amarillo. Send our cheer team to – you had choices and at which the one are you going to go to between the two? I went to the cheerleader yeah. one. That was hot. The happy fun time. High school girls. <laughs> and now I'm now – I'm, A, one's a crime. The other is weird. People with wet sponges yeah. weeping, yeah. washing and your and car. This is <laughs> abuela, appreciate this. And my logic was, well, it's a Mexican grandma – she could have been on that cheer team. She probably wasn't more than 22 or 23 years old True. anyway, right? Mexican grandma. Uh, 
25. Like, grande abuela. Now we're talking 40s. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That's a tragedy. But this one was like, yeah, we got to bury our grandma. I'm like, ah, cheerleaders across the street need to get to Texas. I'm going to the self-serve. I'm doing it myself. I, it's got to be tough for the businesses, too. Like, you and your approach, can we use your water for uh, this? Oh. And to say no to that. Right. Yeah, well, there's a the future worst. for the cheer team. Right. Oh. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Could be like Yellow Jackets, though, as their plane goes down. Oh. You helped fund it. Right. See, I don't do that stuff. I don't go to car washes where amateurs are washing my car. Anyway. Remember we had a, a point uh, what would Brady do because the person went to the car wash and it was a bad scratched. job. Oh, that's right. They dinged his car up. That's right. And it was for someone that had passed away and like, I'm not going to go. Do I go back and ask for my money? Them's the risks. Yeah, you don't get a discount if you go to the. They're amateurs. They're just, they're just, they're basically putting suds and water on your car and saying thank you for your money. But, you know, and, and those car washes do a thing. I saw one on uh, Channel 3 News on the weekend. Some guy runs a haircutting place out there in uh, West Valley. I couldn't help but laugh. He was doing it for all the right reasons. It was a charity to for kids who can't afford, you know, decent haircut or something like that, and they were raising money for whatever. So he's uh, giving teens free haircuts or something? Uh, like kids, like young oh, okay. kids. So he's giving them haircuts for free. I don't remember what the cause was, but it was a nice cause. But also, the kids would get ice cream from the place next door. And there's hair flying all over. Oh. <laughs> First thing I thought. Yeah, I, know. I knew you were going to go there. I just... And I'm like, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> like nobody thought Not the this sprinkles through. I want. Like, every kid gets ice cream, and Get it's waiting for you. First. It's the ice cream. They're first. cutting people's hair in the parking lot, and the floby's just flying it out. And yeah, you can see it on TV. <laughs> These like this thick, dark Mexican kid's hair is just flying around. And there's some lady eating a banana split like four feet away. And I'm like, oh god, <laughs> make it stop! I couldn't finish my breakfast. I was laughing too hard. But yeah, so the, you know, everybody tries to do something nice. So all, you, all, really, all you need to do in situations like this is just say, "Hey, you're a good guy. Life goes on. Sorry for your loss." That's about it. And um, you just—that's a tough combo. No matter what the food, ice is, cream and hair. Wanna, uh, oh yeah, go get fresh sashimi <laughs> and cutting hair next door. Oh, yeah, <laughs> cutting some, some, getting some rolls and some. I want a '90s mushroom top, and uh, one of them uh, eel rolls looks good. I think that's good. I love a Toro. Toro? Is that, <laughs> yeah. I'll have that. Maguro. Yeah. We have more grass in the front yard in the civil sushi. No. You're getting clippings everywhere and dirt. Just shaving it off his hands. Is it okay. Hands are green from a working blade. <laughs> I don't want you cutting the sushi now, too. But yeah, they're giving out ice cream to the kids. and It was all outside, just side by side. I'm like, well, this is terrible. It's there's got to be a wind effect. But but again, the intention was amazing. Like a shave and a scoop? Two yes. <laughs> everything about it. You want them at the same time? Sure. That can't be bad. 
So yeah, B Vesely, V-E-S-E-L-Y, at 98-K-U-P-D, if you want to send Brett some well wishes. Bert's, a, again, a hell of a guy, and just uh, love him to death. And sorry for him and his dad, Kurt, who, one of the coolest people ever. Kurt's a great guy in the family, and, you know, everybody is uh, different about things. I'm, I'm a nihilist. I definitely look at it like it is part of life, and then you just got to take care of the people who are here. That's my thought. Like, yes, death sucks, but it sucks for the living. The, the pain of the life is over for the other person if they were yeah. going through it. So that's okay. That's the good part. Sometimes that can help, too, to know that, you know what? Yeah. They are. The struggle's over. Yep. They ran the race. They got to the finish line. You put that weird silver jacket on them, and you just put them on the corner. Now we figure out what to do with you. And that's, I have to look at it. It's just, it's, 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 but it's all encompassing. Your brain won't stop yeah. thinking about it. The so. body garage, just trying to avoid it. We're just going in for parts yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't, that sounds awful. Stop it, Scott Haynes. Ah, in lieu of flowers, Scott Haynes says, "In lieu of flowers, uh, the family Vesley has asked you just shut up at your face." <laughs> <laughs> That's solid. That's very good. That's yeah, they don't want flowers. <laughs> Damn it! Be uh, laughing at that. Note to self: uh, already made the mistake. Don't send Brett uh, Olive Garden gift card for this tragedy. <laughs> Oops, it's going to make sure. it worse. It's going to make it worse. So, yeah. The family has in this hard time that you just shut up at your face. <laughs> Friends, <laughs> Friends, shut up at your face. Maybe we should play that for the wake up song. Yes. Remember, shut up at your face. I do. That's forty years old, but it's still funny. That's what we'll do for Brett uh, this morning. Shut, shut up, up at your face. face. Uh what are you doing? Why are you looking so sad? What do you think you're doing? It's not so bad. It's a nicer place. Ah, shut up at your face. Who, who's the dude? Well, who knows? By the way, if you're looking for something to make you feel happy, and I can't explain why this is, last night for Valentine's Day, and this may be a tradition at my house now, my friend Alex texted me and said, you've got to watch Michael Bolton's Big Fat Valentine's Day special. What? And I said, absolutely not. And he goes, it's on Netflix. Hate watch it. Do yourself a favor. And he persisted. And I'm like, I can't do this. And so I watch, I've been watching the Pam and Tommy thing, which is entertaining. Is it? Okay. Yes. It's uh, the second episode. Keep okay, the second. Well, because they're coming out week to week. Okay. So the new one comes out, I think, tonight. I don't remember. But I'm up. There's four out right now. So caught up. Uh, to the last, the second episode is mainly Tommy and Pamela. What they've done to beautiful Lily James, if you remember her from yesterday, yeah. she's an English actress, to turn her into Pamela Anderson is quite remarkable. Um, they've done the makeup so well that at certain times you're like, I'm struggling to not see Pam Anderson. And I think they might be using CGI like they did in The Irishman over their yeah. faces just a little. Sometimes it's too cartoonishly right. And her her mouth's not the same, but it's so good for a movie. Like it's it's excellent. Uh, and the guy playing Tommy Lee is just so punchable and perfect as Tommy Lee. And he's I think he's British as well. Sebastian Stan. I don't yeah. think he is. Isn't I don't know. I, I don't know much of him. He's uh, just a Winter Soldier. Oh, Marvel that's guy. right. Okay, yeah. that's guy. right. So anyway, so they're in it. They're great. The second episode's highly focused on their how they met and got married within three days, and it's funny, but it's over the top. It's like and in it, Mexico, right? Yeah, yeah. It goes on a little long. The, the Seth Rogen and uh, who played Ron Swanson? What's that guy's name from uh, Parks and Rec? Oh, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Yeah. yeah. Those two together are 
not outrageously funny, but just just wildly easy to watch. Very so I'm catching up on that. Alex is hitting me while I'm watching the last episode, which is is I it's getting really good. At first, I'm like, I don't know if I want to recommend this to anyone. It seems average at best. It's kind of got that. Where's it going to go? How much longer? And now you're now you're starting to see humanity in it, and Pam's a sympathetic figure, and so it's got the ebbs and flows of how you write something well. And I think it, depending on how it pays off, it's being it's it's well done. So I'm liking this. So that ends, and I'm like, it's nine thirty. All right, God damn it! So I text Alex. I'm like, I hate you that you got this in my brain. And I fire up on Valentine's Day, Michael Bolton's big fat Valentine's Day special. Now here's where it hit me hard. It's done by the Lonely Island guys, but not Andy Samberg. Is that, oh, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, other yeah. ones, the the two other guys in that, which occasionally they've had some great. Dick in a Box is funny. I'm on a boat is funny. Oops, sorry. Uh, and then, uh, you know, they've had some the, the Michael Bolton thing where he's flying around on that Eagles thing and made Michael Bolton funny. Right. So they've done some funny parody songs. I just hate Andy Samberg's face. Yeah. <laughs> he's in it for a little it's bit as Kenny G, and it's annoying. This is the dumbest thing ever, but Michael Bolton deadpans almost as well, maybe better than uh, Super Dave Osborne. And there are a few moments where I was like, my stomach hurt because his delivery is so bad, sort of being used on purpose. The sketches are meh, kind of funny, but his reactions are so stupid and funny. There's one part where... He actually screams, what the F is going on? And there's just no emotion. It's Dave. It's Super Dave Osborne, and I was dying. And an hour and ten minutes later, I was done with it. And I text Alex, and I'm like, I hate you so much, but this was – I hate how much I, I ended up liking this stupid thing. It's on Netflix. It's five years old. If you haven't – I remember briefly talking about it when it came out. I'm like, nobody wants to see exactly. that. It's a design to make Michael Bolton kind of cool. And there's just silly. It's just silly, beyond silly. It's but it's got Michael Bolton being accidentally hilarious. He's the funniest thing by a lot. And we were both laughing and looking at each other like, "Is this okay?" It was. It's worth it. You're, now you're going to struggle through the first parts, going, "What do we?" But watch Michael Bolton's reactions to things, and you realize I'm watching Super Dave Osborne's show. And what's the title what, of it again? I think it's Michael Bolton's Big Fat Valentine's Day Special or something. The, the, like the first opening song is that he's excited about Valentine's Day because it's 10 months from Christmas and he can get his shopping done now. And it's just stupid. But it's him. He sings everything. Not all of his lines, but he, when he gets excited, he starts singing and it's, he's got a great voice. So it is ridiculous. It's so dumb. And Santa's in it and Bob Saget's in it and Louis Anderson's in it and it's weird. It's just like, loaded yeah, up. it's just loaded and it's, but it's, I, I didn't want to enjoy it, but I ended up really liking it a lot. So happy Valentine's Day to everybody. One day later, you can get that if you're – yeah, he's yeah, – Alex just, Alex just texted me and he goes, it's stoicism. He's stoic throughout the whole thing. And it's almost like he's in on the joke, but he doesn't want to be in on the joke, that he is the joke. But I'm still doing it. That his uh, perception of being a 60-year-old woman's dream man and trying to be relevant and hip is – it's just got some really kind of nuanced funny. I recommend it, tongue in cheek. Don't go crazy going, Homer, you told me to watch it. It was stupid. I told you it was stupid. <laughs> yeah. It's stupid beyond belief. Well ahead of time. And then also what we didn't pay attention to this weekend, we had the Phoenix Open and the Super Bowl and all that other stuff. We forgot to bring up that here in town, uh, we hosted, like we got the Super Bowl coming next year. We're on year. the clock. We're on the clock. It's day one of, uh, or day two now of the Super Bowl uh, countdown to Arizona hosting Super Bowl 57 next year, 
which is pretty neat. And also... Protests uh, have already started. Of good course. Yeah. Uh, we are also the home uh, this weekend, and we got the Super Bowl this past weekend. We were the home of Satan Con. And I don't know if you knew that. Satan Con. Yeah. I forgot that was. Yeah, was he? Yeah. Fantastic. Apparently, it was up right around the TPC. They area. went up to Scottsdale and hung yeah. out, and no Satan this year, which was supposed to be the big get, but he didn't show. He's supposed to arise? He did not show. Hmm. Uh, and I always tell people that Satan Con happens every Sunday in a church. Because this is a fact. This is a religious people. You're going to hate what I'm about to say. You're Satanist. You believe in him. Yep. You don't worship him, but you believe in him. And that's belief. Keeps it alive. That is theism. Belief of. Right. So the real Satanists are in churches every Sunday. They don't like to think that because you're the only ones that brought him to life. If it weren't for you, there wouldn't be one. So you guys are the ones who brought Satan to the party. They're the ones They who get, acknowledge him, yes, okay. Yeah, but they get the most But angry. the real ones are the ones that are actually, that also believe in him and say, I want. He's the real God. Yeah. Based on what? The story you guys told. Sure. Right. He was the second in charge. Yeah. He's the bringer of light. Yeah, you guys are He's the blame. first one that questioned God, and God did not like that and cast him away. He is the right-hand man of the guy who was perfect and, and still said, I got my doubts. He saw him in action and said, not sure I buy into your whole pro- program here. Why should I buy in? I've never met him. Satan even met him and said, not the, not the right CEO. So he got kicked out and started his own company. The only people that bring Satan to life are religious people. Right. It's That's it. Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak. It's exactly what it was. Separate ways. And if Steve Jobs was walking around going, I never make mistakes. Everything I do is right. And by the way, follow everything I do. And the guy second in charge is like, woo. Yeah. And that Wozniak guy? Not he's into a real it. asshole. Yeah, that's essentially what Satan is. Satan was invented by religious people. So you're Satanists, yeah, whether you like it or not. Hades and... Oh, yeah. You guys yeah. started all that. Yeah. Yeah. Religion started all that. Without it, I don't believe in any of it. People, people get confused. Or did it no. start out? No, Brady. People no, keep it alive. We know where it is in that Keep stop. it alive. Yeah. <laughs> Santa, keep it, all that. Yeah. Keep it alive. Yeah. You got Vaseline on your eyes. You're not seeing clearly. <laughs> but I always tell people that and, and, and because so often as an atheist, people think you're a Satanist. They can't get out of their own box. Right. So when you tell a religious person, well, do you believe? I'm like, no, I'm an atheist. I'm an extreme atheist, actually. I don't believe you believe. You're a thing either, but that's a different story. But if you want to ask me what I believe, that's it. I don't judge you as a person on it. Go get them. I think it's great you do your thing. But if you want to start judging me, I'll get into it with you, and you're going to fail. And so uh, because you don't know. Plus, you're not supposed to be judgy. You don't know your own thing. Almost all of you. So, and, and then you tell them, I'm like, if it was, and then they're like, so you think Satanist, almost 90% think that I'm a Satanist because I don't believe in their God. Right. I'm like, that, no, I don't believe in that. that. I don't you. believe in that either. And that's when their minds explode. Like, well, you got nothing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Satan Con, pretty awesome. But Satan Con is, I don't know why they need a thing. It's every Sunday. And it, it's, it's every I always day. have trouble with this. So explain to me again, because you get, you get this all the time too. Yeah. The difference between your extreme atheism and agnosticism. Well, agnostic, look, it's just a definition. Theism is a belief in a God. Atheism is a lack of a belief. Anti-belief in a God. The proof of a God. The proof of a God. Or creator, yeah. I do not believe that there's been enough evidence presented for me to say that there is or is is not. And And agnostic means I don't believe in any of it. Agnostic is just a pussy atheist. 
Agnostic is uh, Pascal's wager of basically saying, I'm not oh, going to say there isn't. I'm not going to say oh, okay. there isn't, but I don't know what is. Whereas atheism is. Prove it to me. Is exactly. I don't accept things without proof. Gotcha. In life. Okay. I don't accept you telling me that. I don't accept it based on that. By so, the way, everyone's that way. Most, with with almost everything. You have to prove something to yes. me to make me. And, and that's pretty sound logic. Pictures or it didn't happen. <laughs> Pics or it's fake. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm in on that and do whatever you want. But the Satan con thing, the people that got the most angry about it, because I was looking on the news and there was like protests outside. We can't have this here. I'm like, you guys started it. Like the people that were most angry are the ones who brought it to life. And that's what are what... you mad about? There's certain people that took your book and went the other direction. Some people like, uh, you know, they're not all Harry Potter fans. Some are Slytherin and some are uh, whatever the other thing was, yeah. the Hufflepuffs. Well, remember also, I think it came up in Texas because you talked about this. There was a couple of school districts that were like, we want the Bible taught in schools. Right. And that opens it up to other religions. And then those Satanists were like, good. Okay. Let's do it. Us too. Let, yep. Yeah. And they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, we don't want that. Like, that's your guy. Exactly. That's your, that's your Darth Vader. Yep. yep. He's the, the most the interesting one. Are on the extreme side of it. And, and you're right. No, I think that's religious what you institution, built up. They, yeah. The religious institution keeps it alive more. Yeah. But really, in the, uh, on the religious side of it, the uh, Satan is more of a subtle thing. He, sure. One of the things that he doesn't lot. want you to do so is Satanism. he doesn't want the regular public to believe in him. And, what about and the they're not giving thing? credit to Satan because he's more, you know, really the lesson behind it is to anything that takes you away from being a good person or living a good right. life, believing God, whatever, that is basically it's not God's that fault. Satan working right. on you. Right. It's what a fear tactic. It's, it's a fear tactic. The, the fear biggest tactic. trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he wasn't real. What about right. that line? Correct. Great. Yeah. It's a great line. Yep. It's a good story. Yeah, that's what it I'm is. saying. Good. It's good v. evil. It's basis of every book ever. But, yeah, yeah, but the devil didn't yeah. convince anybody he wasn't real. All the you can't part sell of your religion. good part of the story. You can't sell good without a counter. You can't do it. You'll make you'll make more on you'll that. You'll make one. a ton more yeah. money if you say you know. The, Just like war is good. The, the beauty yeah. of religion doesn't sell without the horrors of lack of. If, if if there's just one thing, and it's like, don't even worry. There's no punishment at the end. There, you can't be. Nobody's going to do the stuff and give the money. Without why, the f- why would I be a good person? Yeah. Well, you would be matter. a great person. It does matter. But you can still be a good person without being afraid yeah. that being a bad person casts you into a Are furnace Are you sure forever. you know where you're going? Right. It doesn't matter. So if you sold the beauty of it all, it's like, a, we might actually be better without the fear-based secondary chasing us around but it doesn't sell no movie sells without a bad but guy. there are a lot of um churches out there that actually do present some that. and they're not popular the problem is and they're, they're just not like there's yeah. some that'll say it but there's always the underlying fear of the repercussions if you don't do it our way satanists they're not goat bleeding and letting and and doing all sorts of stuff right. they're actually just people who are like i like the idea of questioning god those are cultists yeah the, the, yeah the weirdos those are yeah. criminals is what yeah. those are if you're out there gutting stuff and saying this is in the name of my Lord Satan, the Satanists had their little Satan con, and I was just shocked that none of the reporters had the balls to wander up to the people protesting and say, you do realize that this is based on your story. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. 
That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. They just took another page. That's it. Well, you can't do it that way. Why? You guys have 13 different variations of the one book. Why can't they take one? So I forget. Is SatanCon kind of just stirring it up? They're actually doing, is it more of a having fun no, thing? No, I think, well, I think some people take it that way. I think it's yeah. just like any other, other religion. Sure that, There's people that go there. That point people that go there every couple Sundays for the novelty just to feel okay about what they're doing. Some people go because they're forced to. Some people for fun. Some people to mock. And then some people actually buy into the idea that there's a secondary story to this thing that might actually open the door to you saying, why is the guy closest to the big man? The first one that had the opportunity to do it, he did it. He questioned him right out. I mean, that's, that to me is an interesting movie in itself. The very first guy that saw him in action said, no, this doesn't work, and left the omnipotent perfect thing with questions. He didn't leave. Well, he was cast away, yeah, but he yeah. left him in the, in, yeah. the, in the mental way. He didn't put up a fight. In the, well, well, he didn't have a choice. I mean, basically, because he's saying, well, you can't take over something right. that is the and then And then the perfect God uh, started spreading lies about him. He's a narcissist. He started spreading lies. Oh, he's like a devil and a horns, and he's just a terrible person. He was your number one guy until he, he had a couple questions. He was your best angel. You can't take a couple of uh, scrutiny questions. So the Satan con going off was uh, hilarious to me. People gather in Scottsdale to protest against Satan despite request by Catholic Bishop not to do it. It Don't makes us that. look so we're the ones who started it. <laughs> yes. Good job, Catholic Bishop. Just leave him alone. You're just bringing light to it. You're bringing light yeah. to the bringer of light. <laughs> Read the book, goddammit. Bringer of light, and now you're putting light on him, you idiots. Satan con, three days, zero stories. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't up north by TPC. It was by City Hall in Scottsdale is where they, they Oh, was it down Satan Old con. Town? Oh, that had to be great fun. What weather? And then when the Satanists got out and started to wander around and hit bourbon and bones in the second story lounge, that had to be a good party. Walk the canal. You got that. The real Satan con went on at the WMPO. The Phoenix Open was where Satan was. (laughs) He wasn't at Satan con. He was up there at that golf tournament. All those drunks, so much... uh, just uh, absolute uh, sex and, and porta johns. That's where Satan lives. <laughs> Only thing missing was a golden calf, and uh, it was out there somewhere. It was out there. Yeah. It's just in a cup. It's yeah. golden. <laughs> but people were worshiping. 750,000 beers were sold at the Phoenix Open. Next year, we need to get sold. you in a white beard and a robe. Oh, yeah. I wonder, like and, Moses. And 10 yeah, grand, cast them out. 10 bucks a pop. <laughs> Your celebrations. I can't grasp 750,000 sold because there's so much given away. You know, a million beers go out the door. Absolutely. At the Phoenix Open. And that's beer. They also serve mixed Those drinks and seltzers yep. and other things yep. like this. This was not just mixed drinks. 750,000 beers sold at the Phoenix Open. How much drunk was there at that thing? It I sounds like so there much. was not a supply chain problem. No, we had a uh, <laughs> the, the, the truckers were not protesting <laughs> were a not, thing. Yeah. They were not pulling they up. They stocked up for months. Yeah, we got Molson, we had Labatt's, the Canadians were over. It was there's no trucking issues whatsoever. <laughs> the Dutch, they had Heineken, they had everything. I didn't know Fitz was on the Satan con thing, but I found that hysterical because Well, yeah. according to this article on uh, Fox 10, the reason it started and the reason it's in Scottsdale is because do you remember this? There was a Tucson attorney uh, two Tucson attorneys, they were denied a request in 2016 to oh, yeah. deliver an invocation at a city council meeting. Because they were letting they, all the religions they do They let it. all the religions do it. and so Instead, uh, they just cut it. Well, the Scottsdale said, we only allow invocations from from 
churches Registered and religions churches right. or that have ties to the city. So they're like, okay. all right, we'll start a tie to the city. So they started just being Con. troublemakers. You, you chip funny, some money in. Sure. But why get all the attention? So SatanCon went off without a hitch, no news, nothing at all. The only people uh, causing trouble at it were, were, the uh, were the Christians, were the religious people, <laughs> As which usual. is why the bishop is like, guys, we're the tr- – stop doing – stop it. Enjoy the weather. Let them be because they're being nice. Go watch some golf. Ah, Christ, man. We're the ones out there banging away and stirring trouble. The real Satanists said SatanCon were the ones who hate Satan. I find it fascinating human behavior that you would waste a Saturday of 81 degrees in February to stand outside. We don't want anyone to know about this. We hate your imaginary bad guy. Well, we hate your imaginary good guy. Ah. I'm getting good sun, though. There's vitamin D in there. (laughs) At least call for lightning bolts to come down or something. Right. Somebody put on a show. If Satan's not showing up to SatanCon and God's not in church, shut her down. Let's get these two on board. Uh, Scott says you have to have a bad thing to counter the good thing, like ice cream with hair in it. That's very true. <laughs> Free ice cream with hair in it is the good to bad. Yeah, so I, I laughed at SatanCon all weekend because it just makes me, uh, it makes me giggle to think that there are people who, who spend their days worried about SatanCon and Satanists who worry that God's going to get How them. dare they let this go on? How in the world can you feel bad about – like if you believe in something – vehemently being good why are you so worried about the counter right if you're if your thing is if the you're right steadfast way. in the way you think why are you standing outside with a sign that says the thing you bring to light is bad for me it's it might sway me questions scare me maybe get this and applause. you don't and believe it if you believe that your god will take care of the stuff right basically that will maintain that it's going to happen then you shouldn't have to right. uh that's not your battle well no. you're a man of faith do you believe that there's an entity out there that could creep into you and make you bad? Isn't that what Satan is? More or less. Yeah. Do I think um, – I think <laughs> I don't – How you doing? How you doing? Yeah, this is a tough part. <laughs> this is a tough part as far as that being Satan or that just being our innate knowing good and bad. Right. That's, uh, I have a, that's, that's a tough one for right? me to because you're you're taught, you know, the whole sin thing and – and all that. Do we have the ability to make bad choices? Absolutely. Sure. Whether or not do I chalk that up as being Satan or not? But nice some excuse. churches will say that's what right. it is. You don't do anything bad. Satan makes you do bad stuff. It's right. funny. Yeah. To me, I, th- I find it hysterical. What's not the hysterical devil made me do it. is biblically there are some things that I always look at and go, eh, they're on top of that. That whole uh, number of the beast thing and marking people and things like that. The more you read about – and that's just human nature. I think that's been going on for a long time where everybody's always been afraid that the, powers, the power structure is always trying to brand you and keep tabs on you, right? I think that's been true of, of from the beginning of man where the lesser than people saw the people in power start to put tags on them or – uh, you know, scar them or brand them and mark them as this is my tribe, this is my group. And you start to realize, oh, I'm being marked and controlled. I see that as human behavior from jump. And it is weird. I read an article yesterday about Apple uh, tags. Uh, what are they called? The uh, air, tags. air tags. Have you seen the air tags? Yeah. And they, have you seen an air tag yet? No. It's like a dog tag. It's, it's about yeah. as thin as a dog tag. It's about as big as a dog tag. 50 cent piece maybe? Yeah, it's like a coin. Yeah. Uh, and they come in different shapes and sizes. But the one the lady was using, she's a... Uh, uh, a journalist for some magazine in New York, and she's and the whole goal behind the air tag is you'll never lose anything ever again. You air tag your luggage, 
and it GPS pinpoints within a foot. Yeah. Not just like a GPS tracker that you put on your yeah. car when you're trying to chase somebody well, it does around. Both, like when your phone is connected to it, if your phone gets near it, it starts. Beeping it starts like, to go. Like you Star can, Trek. Yeah, you can run your phone through yep. it. Somebody else can find it. Yeah. It's not like and it's, that's. Yeah. And so your phone chases you. Instagram, uh, which uh, and then uh, Snapchat and stuff. The girl downstairs that I was talking to said she had a boyfriend that she told a lie. Not a boyfriend, but a guy she dated. She told a lie to him about where she was going to go because she didn't really want to go out with him anymore, and she hadn't broke the news yet. So she's like, so I told him I had to be with you know a family member and we we're gonna do this. And the dude goes on her Snapchat thing or whatever, and there's a emoji waving at the mall. She went over to the mall, and uh, he fires over and says, "Well, I guess that whole thing you had to do with your parents was a lie." And he like, but you volunteered the information, so it's not really stalking if you can just go on and go, "Where is she?" And then there you are, you're over at Chandler Fashion Square doing your thing. So that's there, but this new thing can be, like, put in a pocket. You wouldn't know it was there and whatever. So it can track people. Just like the uh, a lot of movies when they're... Stalkers, yeah. Well, right. Like movies. tracking a car, putting a thing underneath those it. those things or... are, like, blocks. Right. And can be found. These are... Tiny. So small. And so this lady said, I'm going to do an experiment as a journalist and put my husband through hell without him even knowing it and put a thing... Because, it's again, it's for your purse. Like, where's my purse? Where's my wallet? Where are my keys? You know, the idea behind it all is you'll never lose luggage again. You'll never, you know, ever, ever, ever lose luggage again. If the airport, you know, you go to the airport, put your bags and goes to the other thing, you'll, you've lost luggage. It's a weird feeling. Yeah. Is that you, nobody knows where it is. Give us 24 hours. We'll have it back to you. Uh, 48 maybe. And then some dude shows up in a cutlass and he's like, yep. he looks like, you know, they hired him off the streets to drop your bags off. You're like, what just happened? But now it's like, well, I know exactly where my luggage is and I can watch it walk. I can watch it move from room to room. Well, right now, my phone will give me a general, like, kind of glowing ball of where I am. And if I start walking around, it'll, it'll eventually get me. But, yeah, it's, so this thing is different. So the lady puts it in her husband's coat, backpack, and suitcase, and he doesn't know it. And so he, anywhere he goes, she's, like, watching within a foot or so. And she goes, it's really kind of this odd feeling. She said, and I didn't have this, uh, any suspicion about him at all. And she goes, but... But what it did was create it. So here's where she got uh, sideways with it. Um, she had to go, uh, he had to take the kid to a doctor's appointment. Their kid needed a doctor's appointment. Um, 13 minutes is about the time from their house to the place he needed to go. So she texts and says, uh, how is it going? He goes, we're in the lobby waiting. Everything's fine. Well, he wasn't in the lobby. He'd stopped off and grabbed Starbucks or whatever. And just I didn't want the hassle that he didn't like rush from the house to the doctor's appointment. They had a couple extra minutes. He was going to putting her mind at ease. He was basically going to run it up to the last minute to get in. And she's like, why would he tell me that? And she said, so I realized this thing was doing more to me than him. He didn't yeah. know he had it. And now I'm sitting here going, how many times a day does he do this? Right. How many times a day am I not being told exactly the truth? And she goes, but wait a minute. My relationship, the man deserves a little uh, mystery and privacy in his life that he can have these moments by himself. Um, so she tracked him from room to room in the hospital and would text like, so what's up? Oh, I'm just sitting around doing nothing. He's wandering around. He's doing whatever. And she said in her mind, she couldn't stop thinking. Oh, yeah. Like, the worst possible scenarios. She goes, this thing is not good for anybody at all, whether it's your luggage or whatever, because it's going to be used, whether you, and, and it can't possibly be used in a way that makes you comfortable. It's only going to create suspicion, and it's getting smaller. So Apple announced their new, I think, can go right in their phones, and it's going to be trackable that way. And 
it comes with like three or four different things now, like trading cards, and you can put them in other stuff. Your so purse, your phone, your... and everything else, and you can put a list out of people that you're like, I want them to know where all this is too. Well, or I they were... can just do it. Right. I thought you were going to go the other way because there's been, uh, like you said, the ex boyfriends. They oh. they track and they stalk. Girls. And that's the other thing. Oh, that was the other thing. It's yeah. like how easy it would be to flip the coin it into is. a girl's purse and go, now I'm going to follow and her home. And they've done it at uh, like Scottsdale bars. Yeah. They have had it. They have the, I don't remember something about it, yeah. you know, just a few weeks ago. And the GPS trackers have been around for a long time and they're like right. 20 bucks. You can do this that is, on your phone if This you is getting it, to the you know, point no, now no. where it can be in your hand and you can just yeah. drop it in her purse. She'll yeah. never find it. Well, they've had those also with Tile, but they're not as good as the Apple tags. The this gotcha. thing is on yeah. point two. Within a second of where that person is, it's like four feet behind them. Yeah. The, the, the tag, the, uh, yeah, the air, air tags are unreal. Yeah. And the lady's like, I put my husband through a lot of things for the art of journalism as he's my subject for this. And reading it, it was like her, her mind went bananas and he was just doing his day. But it was automatically like, why do you tell me that? And think about all the times you just are like, yeah, we're there. And you're just yep. you're hamming a you're hamming a burger and a you know yeah. softy putting their mind at ease yeah putting your mind at ease and you know you're not necessarily doing anything terrible you're just taking some time for yourself on your way to do the thing you said forget you were about do. surprises so, oh those are over yeah. yeah those are over so there's crazy a, there's an app called Life 360 yeah. that we we have it on both boys' phones and Lisa right. and I have it on our phones but Lisa oh that's when you showed me was at the yeah. park that day. yep yeah, yeah. Lisa and I have um have our locations. Services turned off on that. So yeah. the boys can't see us, but we can see everything that they do. It shows you how fast they're going on the freeway. Wow. So like the other night, um, like Saturday night, is around midnight, and Alex is getting a ride home from his buddy. He's doing 97 on the 202. <laughs> and I text him. I'm like, slow tell, tell Isaiah to slow the <laughs> F down. You guys are going to get a ticket. Big brother is watching. Oh, I couldn't do it. And, I'm, and, I, and you're right. And so I'm thinking there the whole time. If if I hadn't have checked in and Alex walks in the door, yeah. everything's fine. Right. But you you've got too much control. And now after over you that. know that, uh, and now I know now I, you're going to be checking. Well, more like like checking oh, stocks. Your whole life so, will become like, where yeah. is he? What's he doing? Not the other, thing, the other no. thing was is he got in trouble for vaping, right? Yeah. And so had his phone taken away for a month, lost a lot of privileges. The end of the month, he gets it back. The first thing he does is he goes with his friends, and we're at one of Chris's marching band competitions, and I pop up the Life 360. He's getting a ride with his buddies, and I look, and it goes, boop, 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 smoke shop. And I'm like, <laughs> I took a screenshot of it, and I, and I said, are you effing kidding me? Dad, we're not there. Yeah. There's a Circle K that's right there. We're oh, going to the Circle man. K. And I'm like, keep in mind, oh, I know where you are. Where's Brett for my high five I today? I know. I don't want anything to do with it. But it's horrifying, and how people are going to have relationships in the future that they're making They're not going to well, be. No 360 no. in There's my no life. reason at all to ever communicate with anyone ever again. We as human beings are natural liars. And yes. it, isn't, it isn't bad. It yes. is to just put you at ease yes. most of the time. Just go, I'm there. We're yes. good, safe, all good. And, and I know to, the to safe your point, fashion. to have a little bit of a little privacy. Just, a little I mean, moment for you. Just a little moment. Where no one yeah. knows where Even you are. Even Alex has, has that. Like I, I give to. that to him all the time. I'm like, look, you, you and your buddies to. have your have your time. But if something goes sideways, I need to know what's going on. But again, just like everything else, the intention was great. Splitting the atom was a great idea. Yes. Yeah. Look what we did with it. These little things are like, oh, we'll never think of a world where you'll never lose a thing again. And they're talking about putting it in clothes. Oops, sorry. Putting it in like uh, you know, all your stuff will have this chip. So you're like, yeah. you'll never lose it again. You yeah. just connect it, to, and you'll just have a thing on your phone that's like all my belongings because it's that simple now. But 
It's going to be used yeah. for bad. The Another second says, bad guys say, hey, this girl is the hottest girl I've ever seen. I'm a rapist. Yep. yep. I can play normal yep. and fall. I, I don't even have to wait in the bushes. She'll lead me to the promised land. That's Another horrifying. One says here, he says, uh, our police air, uh, police department has said has warned us Sorry about air tags because thieves are putting them on cars that they want to steal. Right. And you can't find it. It's not yeah. like the old yeah. ones where there was a box on yeah. your car or yep. in it. Yep. Like, and those were tiny. Yep. This is a coin. Yep. It can go anywhere. It can yep. be taped to your car. What do they run? How much? 30 bucks. You get, yeah, you get four, wow, for, yeah, four for like 150 yeah. bucks. Yeah. 30 bucks is basically what this new one is. And they're, and they're a brilliant invention unless they're used for bad, which is like immediately what you're going to do with it. Like just for laughs. Like you could stumble across something as a joke if I just put it on your back. Let's see what Brady does today. And the next thing you know, uh, you're at some gay bathhouse getting olive oil shoved up your ass. I don't know what's going on, and now I know too much. Do you want to know that? <laughs> well, yeah, for the jokes. But, I mean, I would totally the next day bring that up. Like, so I tracked you, Brady. And it's, but it's horrifying, and not because you're doing so much bad stuff. Yeah. It's just that bad people can find you, like, really fast. It's tough. Especially I mean, for women. Like, yeah. a guy, like, track me and show up at my house. I think most men have that macho feeling like, I dare you. For women, yeah. it's a little different. Yeah. You know, for women, it's it's strange because if you drop it in somebody's like, uh, you know, in their, I don't know what, like, what she would have, but like if she's got like a little water pack or something and you just see her jogging and you're at a stoplight and you yeah. manage to slip that in there. Like pickpockets can take yeah, it out. Exactly. This person can put it right in. And the next time you're jogging, he'll know exactly where you are. And all. it's I know that's like a crazy scenario to be paranoid about, but this is – like real-life paranoia that you've given bad guys a weapon. Jesus, Holmberg. I know. Get Toledo into some therapy. He is literally the complete extreme opposite of his father. <laughs> yeah. He's tracking I look his at it, that, you know, sometimes on You're the kids. Involved. Yeah, you're tracking, and you, you yeah. create a thing. I, I look at it as how I grew up a little bit. I mean, we didn't have those technologies. You probably, needed it. But if, yeah, you need but that. some of the stuff that we did, if your parents knew a lot of the stuff that you're doing oh, yeah. as far as in a car, oh, speeding yeah. and all that, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just, you know, I mean, well, we did, we survived it yeah. basically. Not and everybody. There, but there are, <laughs> yeah. but, but not we all it. had choices. Sure. That, um, we did stuff that could have ended up oh, horrible sure. results. I don't know if the tracker necessarily was going to get me, but there were times when, you know. Like, I, how would you like, I mean, you know, like I was oof. just thinking- as you see that car going 97 and you're trying to stop it and then it, something happens. Oh. You, you know what happens is, uh, well, I mean, Megan has a story where she told her parents she was going to spend the night at a friend's house. They're going to do a weekend. They went to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And she was a good kid. But they decided to take a trip to Mexico and track them down. And then, then it's like, well, wait a second here. What yeah. do you guys think of 18-year-old girls yeah. that just decide to whim it to Mexico for a couple of days? Those are those moments where it's like, okay. What are you doing on the border? <laughs> what happened here? Sometimes blissful ignorance. Yeah. Just, just let me know. What's but going the on. whole concept is oh, if somebody steals your person that's in there, we'll find them immediately. Yeah. It's yep. to help stop the bad guys, the convenience of it all. But it isn't. That's, it's to help the bad guys. It's horrifying. And we already do it with our phones. But this is like new and it's getting smaller and smaller and smaller, which means bad guys are like, great, thanks. This is, this is easy. Holy crap, John. I ride a motorcycle to work every day. And my wife uses that Life 360. She knows where I'm at at all times. Right. And. The speed, like I said, at which I was going. So I get a text message oftentimes by the time I get to the office going a little fast today. Right. Well, see, that's what Facebook did. It, it, it gave you a window. In, and what we discovered was humanity loves being a peeping Tom. Yes. Especially when you yes. invite me in. 
without actually inviting me in. So I can now look at your life. And it doesn't do well for a lot of people, especially people over the age of 50. They don't know what to do with that information. They, they get weird about Facebook and they're in people's worlds and they react to stuff and then get mad. Like I've seen, I've seen parents of people get very angry, uh, kind of cyber stalking. Uh, their kids' ex-husbands oh, yeah. or ex-wives or yep. their, you know, and like I don't agree with what's going on there. They're on some yep. vacation with some new person. Yep. You see it with Kanye West right yep. now losing his mind yep. over, like he goes to Facebook to tell everybody, "Here's what I know." Yep. With this kind of stuff, wasn't like that with me. It's horrifying yeah. to think that somebody you become addicted to chasing somebody and making your own story. You don't know what's going on. You just know where they are. John, how could oh. you do this to Brady? Boss KUPD will now have bears tracked on it. Brady's going to be more drawn into That's tracking true. these animals than ever before. Hey, think of that. That's a great idea. Now I can just plonk a bear in the butt up at Bearzona and find my favorite. Check in on my bobcat. Yeah. Look where the owl's gone today. Look, I've seen this guy in action. You're just going to know where a lot of chuck wallas are at night. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. I see one where he hangs out at night. Knock. Oh, no, this AirTag is a terrible invention. Signed, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, it's it's. we've already got the big brother thing, but the criminals are the ones who are going to take that. John, don't you think the craziest thing about all this is that we're essentially grooming our kids to be comfortable with being monitored? Total surveillance. We're getting closer yeah. to the wacky dystopian nanny state every yeah. day. Well, that's, we're there. We don't want to More wrap, than we don't want to wrap our heads around the fact that we are monitored regularly. How I mean, much we're on the grid? Look at it, look at every the intersection around. I was just gonna say every intersection. Every TV here. show I watch is like the surveillance footage at this intersection. I'm like, man, there are cameras everywhere. Yeah. And it's all under the idea of our safety, yep. but it's also, you know, everybody's being watched. Which is why I still don't understand why Circle K's and Quick Trips and everything else still can't get me a picture of somebody who robs the place yep. that doesn't it's look clear. like it was drawn with a green crayon <laughs> and only a green crayon. Upgrade. Come he's on. He's black. Man. He's five feet tall. Here's a photo of him if he were a nocturnal ghost in night vision. I'm like, okay, what is this? I can't find that guy. He's a white man, five feet, 11 inches. Here he is. He's green and uh, in, a, in a black hat. It's like they all look exactly the same. Well, that's racist. No, no, no. Criminals, I'm saying. Every uh, six-pack in Circle K's and convenience stores are all now an additional $30. What's that for? They're tracked because when they walk out of that store. Yeah, and this guy says that we use it for tracking to our construction equipment. And that's so true because you know, we've got such that, a huge yeah, theft that's a problem with the uh, you know, meth heads dropping uh, all everything to go in the back of yep. a pickup truck and get construction stuff. Yep. So they do that to track those guys. And that's good. That, I mean, there are good uses, but I don't see them outweigh, outweighing the bad. Oh, no. got a burp on there. How Ooh. are they? Um, can you check? Is there a scanner? You know, like in That's the movies where they have the yeah. bugs yeah. and I'm, there's got something if something's that being so, you know it has air to give, traced because yes. it gives off a Bluetooth signal, so yeah. it has to give off something. It's got to do something. Well, I don't know how it works, but I know that there are those. There's apps you can do. Your phone actually reads whether or not there's a Bluetooth thing coming out of your car that yeah, isn't yeah. connected. Yep. That yeah, is, so that's not designed to, there's to a, alert you. So I wonder if you pull up your Bluetooth and you can, like if, if you're you a girl at a club and you pull up your Bluetooth and you see there's nine air tags <laughs> around <laughs> you. Like, that, you know what that means? You're smoking hot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It basically means there's a bunch of dudes <laughs> that want to follow you home. But it, but and again, it comes back to like the generation of kids who don't know how to talk to each other right. will now just Except, follow you around. It, it's funny you say that because 
they talk to each other all the time. It's, it's never face to face, though. Socialized the way say we're never, used, to. but it is not as much face. Doesn't have to be. Yep. Yeah. Right. Everything is interactive. Like Alex does screen. all his thing on, on online on on games and in on, his room on FaceTime. Yeah, in his room. Yeah, they communicate in their way. Com- yeah, and it's in normal their to way. them. Yep. And we watch it and they're like, "This is the most anti." Yep. So that's why the, the culture face to face is at school. Exactly. Yeah. Occasional. Uh, Face to faces at school or fights now. That's yeah. the only time they're well, Larry, together. Larry showed me a picture of his daughter's slumber party for a birthday a couple of years ago. It was like what? six girls that's just creepy. well, it was kind of hot. I asked for it and he gave it to me. <laughs> it was like six girls sitting on a couch with screens. Oh, that's all, right, they all had a screen. <laughs> they're all playing the same game. None of them are talking. It was just the weirdest thing. It's dead quiet in here. And he goes, all of them have earbuds. But in. they had a great time. Oh, they loved it. Yeah, they just went to somebody's house to do exactly yeah. what they would have done at home. It's yeah, nice. Alex's, is- which is tough for us because that's like. That is what the norm is. Exactly. Yes, sure. And is, well, that, Alex is that bad? Turns, is that, yeah. Alex well, turned 16 on Friday, and he's asking me you know, to, to go he? out. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I know. And so I'm like, all right, well, what are you going to do? I don't know. We might just do a, we might just do a kickback. That he's not. What's a kickback? He's up to no good. What's a kickback? He's, of course he is. He's of no course good. he is. You've lost this He's one. 16. Give him a yeah. kickback. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Bastard from a basket. You just need to walk away. It's all over. You've done a decent job. That's the best you can do, and it's just. I tried. Well, you ask him what he's doing. You're not getting an honest yeah, response. I tried. Yeah. He's like two more years. Okay, I'm not talking about that. Somebody emailed that, and then you're all going to get Tinder swindled. That's all that's going to happen. The Tinder swindler will be out there because yes. the person, the the future belongs to the comfortable person uh, who is confident in publicly. Like anybody can have the muscles online, but the guy who can do it face to face is the one who you got to watch for. They're grifters now. I don't trust anybody like, you know, the Tinder swindler basically understands social uh, awkwardness is now going to be uh, easily taken advantage of. And I love the Tinder swindler. If you haven't seen it on Netflix and and Brady and I talked about it before, I don't see him any worse than the grifters that were going after his money to begin with. The women that were involved in wanting him lied to themselves and everyone else about saying I'm in it for love. And that's why I slept with him on the private plane within an hour of meeting him. The love gets better that oh, way. Of course. It's easier she to She was after the lifestyle as much as he was after the, you know what? You want the lifestyle? I'm after what you've got to offer. And she loved it so much, she turned a blind eye to the idea because she'd seen so much that sending this guy $25,000, I'm going to get that back. And I can't say no because he'll get this from someone else. So I need this lifestyle to keep going. As many red flags as that guy put up. These women that are in this documentary that I don't feel an ounce of sympathy for at all were as grifty as he was. They just did it under the Hallmark romance idea of it was for love, BS. He sold you a bill of goods and you mopped it up because you were a buyer. Know your audience. Yeah, you are, you know, you walk onto a car dealership, they pretty much know you're trying to buy a car. They're going to go out there and try to get you to buy that car. He saw the exact same thing. These ladies, did, were, they're the, after an image, they're after a lifestyle, and they're after everything else. He's a bad dude. Yeah, there's some times when their I mean, intentions. Like, were I felt for, you know, the the parents involved. You know what they had to go through, and Ooh, just uh, which parent? in the Tinder swindler. What parents? Well, the one girl's parent. You know, she went off the grid. She just disappeared. Oh well, but she came back though, right? He had to. He is tracking it. Tried to track her down for a while. I don't remember that part. Why don't I remember that? I just remember the first girl that fell in love within 25 yeah, minutes because had, he put him on a private plane. That guy was very observant. I mean, he was a pro. And, and his two friends, he didn't have the to life be, that they were living for, he had I don't a game. know what. 
He had a five game. or six years. He had a game and it worked. He had a game and she had a game. It was repeatable. And his game was basically like, I'm going to put these images up. marketing. Anybody that's interested is grifting me. That was his mindset. Anybody that comes to me and says, I'm interested in you, has the exact same intention I've got. You're trying to take what I've got for your benefit. Yep. I'm going to give it to you. And you're going to give me what I need. And then I'm going to start this. It's a Ponzi scheme, basically. Pyramids by taking from one woman and paying for – they said he got up to $10 million from a, a bunch – five months in jail is all he did. And this dude wants because to do a dating TV show. Because he took those – you know, the women said, hey, you know, the one that was saying I'm a spy and right. we got to hide out. Right. And it, he got other people. It was layered. Sure. But you're right in the aspect of, look, what their ideal dream was. It was, yep. you know, I, I found my prince. He sold them. Told him I'm the heir to a, a diamond industry. Yep. He he had a good story going, and they hook, line, and sinkered it because they're buyers, and that's all they were after. They were, and then, but they tell themselves it was all for romance and love. It was for the lifestyle. They're as grifty as he is. He's just a criminal. They're what they're doing isn't considered criminal. Yep. Yep. What he's doing is because it is, and he's wrong too. But everybody on that show is bad. The Tinder swindler, by the way, on Netflix is so popular. Uh, the dude's out of jail. He's back. Out. He's been banned from all dating. Been dating sites a now. model. How yeah, he, gonna, and he's dating a beautiful that? model. Right. He's winning. Yeah. Uh, somehow or another, even with the five months in jail, the guy is still winning. He went back out and said, "Yeah, same name," which was a lie uh, to name himself after these diamond families right. yeah. in Europe. Goes back, same name, and he's like, "Look, he actually said yesterday, quote, I could take Hollywood. I guarantee it." <laughs> He's got he's pitching idea he's got a, a talent agent now. Yeah. Of course. He's pitching ideas for a dating show where he's the bachelor and these women fight for his affection. He goes, and they will. It's like Abagnale was uh was yeah. hired by the FBI because he was so good yeah, at it. He's gonna write a book. He's got all these uh he's gonna do podcasts for dating advice. Which who knows better than him <laughs> Here's what, what to you look did. for. Yeah. He didn't uh what's his name from Catfish? He got catfish and then he turned it around exactly. and made a thing of it. Yeah, because he knows yeah, but he's got intermittent experience. The Tinder swindler is the future of of <laughs> it is. He's he's the future of it all because he is confident enough to wander around and go, These people on screens, that's the image they project. Once you get them in person, they're weak and soft and easy to manipulate. They're worried constantly about their own image. I will take full advantage of that. And by the way, it's the new dude that with the furry hat back in the day on MTV that would oh, help yeah. guys get girls. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the new version. What it's the hell is sort of potentially? Is. I forgot that guy. Oh, he was horrible. Walk up on a set. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Approach a two great. set. Two set. Oh, what was set. that guy called? Damn it. We watched. That oh, I watched every episode, every episode of, of that. How was his oh. name? And he was a, he was such a nerd before. He was the worst. But yeah, that's it. But you show me a private jet, and I can guarantee you the intention of the woman I'm showing it to just changed. I'm not an attractive man. I'm a goof. I look stupid. I dress like I'm 12. In fact, I, I you can either think I'm 12 or I'm 74. I, I don't know how right, I'm dressing right, right now. I'm either right. dressed like an old man going to get soup or a 13-year-old going to basketball practice i don't know how to dress anymore i don't know what i'm doing shirt today no it's a match game oh. shirt. <laughs> so you gotta... need to, it's me and the matador we're walking in together <laughs> right. hey, matador, that was i great. have <laughs> no clue what i'm doing if i took you to a private jet dressed like this i'm eccentric if i take you to a, a 1996 oldsmobile regency i'm a poor person and you have no interest in me same exact guy but i take you to that private jet your intentions change, not mine. Mine are the same either way. So who's the real grifter? Who's the person that's really like, oh, well, suddenly this guy's interesting. 
who's the real grifter when I take you over to the Swift Air and we park over by JSX and I'm like, that one over there is mine. Oh, suddenly I'm into it. There's a great Seinfeld episode where Elaine finds out what Jerry makes and all of a sudden he's sexually attractive again. But that's all on us as the, the, the male side of it. Whereas a girl, super hot or whatever, yeah. it's all she needs to bring to the party. And good for you if you got it. To open it up, right. Reese. At least and on the a girl shows me her private jet, and I'm like, oh, Jesus, I got to. Like, I don't know how Pete Davidson's doing what he's doing. I'd feel so much yeah. pressure. If Kim Kardashian started to like me, and first off, she's not my type, but let's just say I fall for it. And the way I'm dressed is the way he dresses. I dress like an idiot because I don't care. Like jeans and t shirts, and, and now it's just, I just look silly, but I'm, I don't care. And I'm in sweatpants and a sweatshirt today with these Nike, vintage Nike. <laughs> I look like a 12-year-old or a 74-year-old. I think you look nice. Thanks, I mean, because I dress not, the same way. And I'm not trying to impress you, so we're comfortable together. This is great. We'll go get soup at 2 and go to bed at 5. <laughs> so, yeah, I would feel so much pressure to be in her world that I don't know who I don't know that I could be myself. A woman. They would definitely have to – she would have to uh, – uh, handle it uh, yeah. just like Stedman and Oprah. Uh, I, that dude I get. That makes sense to me because he can stay hidden and she can stay a lesbian and it all works out. He gets the lifestyle so long as he doesn't tattle. But yeah, now you got a newbie, Pete. But guys I think have a harder time, maybe younger guys don't, have a harder time adapting to, wow, this is her life. Where a, a woman, they're like chameleons. Like you can, I think it's changed. I yeah. think you're right. It yeah. has changed. The yep. new, but yeah, the old movies were like you factor. can take some poor lady out of you know Cinderella is just some basic poor Pretty girl woman, and they and they can adapt into yep. the world of riches and everything else Easily. in a day. I don't know that a guy can do it. It's you know a guy goes into those things and now all of a sudden we're we're fumbling around. We're you know we're basically these idiots who stumbled into it. I call my friend Chris Anna Nicole because his wife is very successful. Lately. And he's he's Chris. Like, he's just Chris. I've known him as the guy who slept on his friend's couch for a year because he's like, yeah, it just works out for me this way. And he's just an adaptable guy. And well, it, we call him Anna Nicole. It works great. Yeah. But, guy, we, but it's different. If it was the opposite where Chris made a ton and she was the girl yeah, who was sleeping on people's couches and you'd be like, well, of course, you know, she's beautiful. It makes Dude, sense. you're getting milked. Guys, you're thinking of mystery right. from the pickup artist. Mystery, the pickup every, artist. There I watched is. every show that oh. and I tried some of the techniques. They, they work. actually worked a couple of times. They do. You, well, just, women just the Tinder same the thing. Lot? He yeah. reads, you know, he knows what how to communicate. He knows doesn't what do things to anything sell. other than the visual. Yeah. Picture him on a private jet. Yep. Exactly. Picture him in a in a high end hotel suite and say, and then when you contact him, he's in, he plays the game. He's in the suite. He said he's he was got in. all this stuff, and yeah. if he just listens for one uh, one minute of them talking yeah. to him, oh my god, he listens. Just fall for them. Right, something they haven't had before. Prince yeah. Charming. Yeah. It's the most yep. dangerous thing that's ever happened to women ever. They want to get rid of Barbie and everything else. The thing you need to get rid of, for real, is those fairy tales as a kid of the man sweeping you off your feet and never having to lift a finger. You can be dead broke. You can be goofy. So long as you're hot and you keep it together. Because the ugly stepsisters, Prince Charming wasn't coming for them. They're going for the hot chick. So long as you keep it together and you look good, some dude will come in and take care of you. That's essentially what fairy tales are. And that's really kind of depressing. But there now are no fairy now, tales there's where there's not so much that's happening. The there's it's still out there. Yeah. But the hard sell of the uh, princess and the fairy tale right. ending. Now it's um, girls basically being able to beat up no matter who it is. <laughs> right. They're just tougher and like, than that. When rea- well, reality kicks in, <laughs> the truth is, over the weekend, a movie made eight million dollars. That is the reverse of that, which is the attempt to say that a, a woman with all the success sweeping a man off his feet, i.e., uh, marry me. Yeah. 
is the new Prince Charming. It's Princess Charming. Jennifer Lopez sees some dolt in the front row with a marry me sign and takes him out of his miserable world <laughs> and puts, it, puts him in hers. And that's the new uh, Snow White. That's the new Cinderella. What a world. I love it. I sit back and watch the fireworks. I'm only here for the laughs. I don't, the entertainment is too good. You know, I talked to our, our buddy Studley over the weekend. He's like, listen, these problems that people are talking about, nothing's changed. <laughs> it's always been, no. you know, it's, it's a different it's, packaging, yep. even though information flows faster. Yeah, it comes at you in different ways. Humans haven't changed. Uh, we're going to do the wake-up song. It's brought to you by uh, Action Ride Shop over yep. there in Mesa. If you want to get on over there and get your bike tuned up and ready to go, these trails are waiting on you. Uh, on top staff's of- getting snow tomorrow. Uh, that's right. We're going to get a little snow, so get those. And they, they've been producing. They've been uh, pumping it out, too. Right, so but they get some natural. You get some real good powder on top of it all. Uh, the experts down there, Josh is such a good dude, and all the guys that are down there. Get your bike fixed up and get ready because you've got about two more months of this beautiful stuff. Uh, to stay, and then you can get in great shape for summertime. That's what I look at it like. You know, riding bikes and doing things yeah, great. Start exercise. now. Get your lungs in shape. Uh, get it all together. Action Ride Shop will take care of you. Head on over there. Uh, they're on. Uh, it's like Southern and Sixty. I forget the name of the streets, but you're right there in the area. Hampton. Don't it start is, this. It's Southern and Gilbert. Is it Southern or Baseline? Southern. No, it's Gilbert. I know. I'm just messing with you. It's Gilbert. Oh, Gilbert and Southern. Yeah, <laughs> it's Gilbert and like, Southern. Wait a minute. There are other streets involved. It's huge. It just takes yes. up too much space. Yes. But it's great. You're right next is the. Uh, I got to get my bikes tuned up. Because now my legs are feeling better. I'm going to start riding again real soon. Don't do it. Oh, no. Pedals down. Going down. Uh, without Brett here, and those of you just tuning in, uh, Brett Fesley had a, a death in the family and uh, is not with us. This He's had a really tough go. So uh, if you want to email Brett, uh, bvesley at 90kupd.com. Just tell him, uh, you know, hey, how are you? Hope you're doing well. V-E-S-E-L-Y is how you spell his last name. Brett's, uh, Brett's having a tough day, and his family's not going through a lot of fun things, and it's not fun to not have him here. I love the guy, so... Hopefully he's doing well. And this is the wake-up song for him from Action Ride Shop today. Joel Dolce's Shut Up a You Face. Because I think this would be the first thing. But even in your worst moments as an Italian, this song will make you laugh. It says in the, in the song, it says, it's a not so bad. It's a nice play. <laughs> Shut up a you face. Basically, get on with it. Everything stinks. But as Italians going through trouble, this should be mandatory yeah. listening. So I like to Shut up a you face. It's Joel Dolce. It's 98 KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.